All right. Hello. Idiots on Parade, the too ugly for TV podcast. We mock the news so you don't have to. Hello, Jake. How's it going? All is well here. That is Jake Vevra, stand-up comedian in New York City. I am Nathan Timmel, stand-up comedian in Iowa City. Uh, Jake, Merry Christmas yesterday, kind of. Jake, every single podcast I listen to except for the news podcasts, yeah. they're on vacation. They are, they, are, they are either not broadcasting or they are airing reruns. So you and I are fresh. We're recording early. It's December 21st, but this will post December 26th. We will not miss a week. New content always, listeners. Yes. You're welcome. Fuck all those other shows. Yes, them and their vacations. And if yeah, you're listening you know, on Chicago, I can afford to go places. Stop <laughs> bragging and start recording. <laughs> and we have no lives. Um, actually, well, I, I am going. I'm just driving to the the in-laws' house. So, um, if you are listening on Chicago's right comedy scene radio network, thanks for tuning in, Chicago. Thank you, Chicago. All right. Uh, let's just quick jump in. Um, the first story. Oh, I thought this was kind of cute. I follow a lot of, I, I actually posted a, um, a short video about what I'm about to bring up. I follow a lot of fuckheads on, uh, on Twitter. And by fuckheads, I mean politicians. And the, the GOP official account the other day tweeted that people that live paycheck to paycheck, that amount is 60% of workers live paycheck to paycheck. And I thought, wow, that's really high. That's horrible. Uh, I should look up and see what it was under Trump. And I, the first thing I Googled was 2019, 59%. So it's up. Yes, it's up. And sure. that, that 1% represents, I don't know, a million workers, 400,000, whatever it represents. Those people are hurting. But the idea that things have been... Well, here's the thing. That 1%, I actually, if you scroll to the bottom, it says what it is. That's Trump's lawyers. Uh, he stopped paying them. <laughs> And now they're having to sell NFTs to make ends meet. Uh, those NFTs are uh, several hundred dollars in value now. I read it. I, I got. I fell for a clickbait headline. It said Trump NFTs dropping in value. So I clicked it and it said, yeah. As soon as they came out, they shot up to four hundred dollars each. Now they're down to like three fifty nine. So not really dropping in value. Just sort no. of not uh, skyrocketing. It's still worth more than when they bought them. But dude, you remember in Idiocracy where? Someone hands her a bill and it's this crazy wrestling looking guy like it's like a million dollar bill or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe in the future, all currency will be Trump NFTs. And uh, I mean, because it's it's hey, it, it seems to have uh, stabilized at 350. So maybe 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 once uh, once once the U.S. currency tanks will only be trading pieces of, of digital Trump cards. Well, it better not be too far in the future because I want to be here for it. But either yeah. way, uh, so 59%. And then I looked at another, like in 2014. They're going to be like, Grandpa, is it true you had the opportunity to buy an entire Donald Trump Spaceman card for only $99? And I'd be like, yeah, I don't know. You, you know. We fucked up. Could have, yeah. should have bought it. Should have bought mm -hmm. it. Uh, I looked even further back under Obama. I think I saw 40%. Whole point is... Uh, People fall for this shit, and it's amazing. It's 2022. We are almost in 2023, and people fall for the, oh, this tweet is right in front of me, 60%. It's got to be the worst it's ever been. It actually hit 79% under Trump for one year. I forget which one, either 2017 or 2018. But I just found it interesting, the idea that they're tweeting out scare tactics that are 
easily researched, but people are too lazy and stupid to research them. So they just go, yeah, Biden's in power. Everything sucks right now. And then when the Republicans are in power or and either side, the Democrats do the same thing. Things have never been worse when the other party's in power and things have never been better when your side is in power. And that brings to something else I want to talk about. Everyone has been talking about the tr- the border crisis for two years uh, since Biden took office, except um, if anybody remembers, Biden didn't rescind Trump's border policy. He just sort of left it in place. One of those things like, oh, we got to take care of our border. Oh, no, I'm in office. Let's just keep that policy. in place. So for the past two years, Republicans have been technically complaining about Trump's border policy, but nobody pays attention or cares. True. <laughs> right. Yeah. He just he literally has done nothing uh, different from the last guy. And they're sitting there going, oh, he, he completely he completely uprooted it. He did one thing different. Trump. And, and I don't disagree with this for for a for a bleeding heart liberal, as I get called, because I, I, I tend to vote moderate, which is bleeding heart liberal these days. He did say that uh, they didn't have to stay in Mexico and get vetted to come in. They could they could they could start crossing the border. And remember that that was one Trump thing that Biden did change is okay, okay. you don't have to camp in Tijuana and wait to cross the border, although that is still in place. And I'm losing track. I don't know. It's it's not that much different. It's kissing. Sure, sure. Right. I love in this article how it was saying to there that they're they're keeping in place the policy that, uh, you you know, you get turned away if you have covid or something. And like people are somehow pissed off about that. Like, oh, can you believe that they're turning these migrants away? It's like, I'm sorry if I try to go to Canada and I have fucking covid. You think they're letting me in? You dumb assholes. Yeah, well, and and again, these are the people that were triple masking and quadruple vaxxing because they're liberals. They want everybody to come in. And uh, the idea that do you want to just keep wearing masks and shut the economy down if this gets bad again now that we're in, indoors for winter? Right. It, there should we be- got the vaccine now, man. You know, like just fucking uh, uh, I'm not talking to people who are overweight, older you, you know, uh, pre-existing conditions, whatever. But it, it, to the rest of us, just, just you, you know, take your shots, go out there, deep fucking thing. Yeah. Uh, but the Biden administration announced in April that it intended to wind down the policy. That's that's a, so when sure. it expired, they were not going to renew it. That was the big change. Is oh, I've left this in place. It's been two years. Let's just see what happens. Well, and everybody's been complaining about it. Well, nothing's happened. They keep saying he has no policy, and maybe he doesn't. He hasn't really announced here's going to be our new border policy. So Republicans are correct there, but you know now now it's it's been stayed. So right, right. And see, here's the thing: not to sound like a total right winger or nothing, I'm cool with not letting people in if they got active COVID. Call me a fucking xenophobe from out right. of space man i you know but like i don't these are the same people who like you said oh gotta wear 17 masks gotta get your shots and it's like oh wait oh oh except except for that guy uh uh you because it, it's some hot button issue for me i don't care if he coughs on my fucking kid with covid19 exactly and the funny uh, more funny stuff as as i read through the story um they they it's been Biden says he the Biden administration has stressed that it will continue to remove migrants who don't qualify for asylum. Hey, Jake, uh, uh, quiz time for you. Uh, the president 
uh, in the past, uh, you know, uh, decade uh, past, who expelled more uh, Latino immigrants than anybody? Who, 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 who took immigrants and shot them back across the border more than any other I, president? I believe that was the uh, right wing xenophobe Barack Obama. You are correct. Funny oh, how nobody yeah, talks about yeah. that. <laughs> That's not in this right. article either. This CNN article does not point out that for all the chest thumping of the Republicans, the president who uh, exported, deported, got rid of more immigrants yep. was Obama. So Barack I, build those cages, Obama. That's what. Uh, that's what his birth certificate reads. Exactly. I'm the only one who's actually seen it. <laughs> the 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 birth certificate build those cages, Obama. Either way, yeah. Yep. Why why do you think you know where he was born? You know where he's born? Brazil, dude. It, 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 no one saw it coming. He's Brazilian. Brazilian build those cages. It's nice. It's, yep. it's got the buh, 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 buh. it's got some nice uh, feel yep. to it. Mm-hmm. Well, either way. Uh, let's talk double standards. Oh, we are talking double standards, the way each polit- political side plays with one another. I don't know if you saw this. I read it last week. Margot Robbie gave an interview where she said that uh, on the scene of her new movie, there was nothing in the script where she was supposed to kiss Brad Pitt, but she wanted to do it anyway. So she just kissed him and, you know, they were recording and they wanted to get his honest reaction. Well, apparently she faced backlash for that. And now Margot Robbie has spoken out after facing huge backlash for that unscripted kiss with Brad Pitt and clarified they established their, quote, boundary. Okay, fuck off anybody. First of all, huge backlash. I'm sure it was four people with too much time on their hands. It's a thing you and I always talk about. They went on Twitter. They found the four stupidest people. How dare she invade his privacy? There is a double standard. South Park covered it better than anybody. If Margot Robbie wants to kiss a grown man, no one cares. Uh, my wife would not care. If Margot Robbie came up to me and said, hey, I'm just going to give you a kiss and kissed me like, it's Margot Robbie. Now, a man kissing a woman, we can say that is wrong, that is sexual assault all day long. But the double standard is when a beautiful woman wants to kiss a man, shut the fuck up about it. Sure, it would be. Well, my wife wouldn't be okay with it, but it'd be a different kind of thing. It wouldn't be like, uh, oh my God, you've been me too. It would be, she would go Karen from Goodfellas and she'd be like, Marco Robbie's a whore. Where's the super? Marco (laughs) Robbie lives here. She lives at 6B. You have a whore actress living in your building. You're a whore, Marco Robbie. Get your own goddamn man. And then when I say my wife would be okay with it, I don't mean like she, but she would get it. She'd be like, okay, that's Margot Robbie. I, I'm just saying that that overall, like I said, South Park, no, no, nice. The, it, it, there South would be Park problems, but it would be my fault too. I'd wake up with that gun in my face, the whole fucking thing. <laughs> controversial. She, she, she has addressed the controversial kiss with Brad Pitt following criticism. I, I think her address, when, instead of saying we established boundaries, and, uh, she should have just said, uh, I'd like to address the fact I kissed Brad Pitt. Fuck you. That should have been her addressing it. That I would love to have seen her come out and say, I would now like to address the fact that I kissed Brad Pitt when he wasn't ready for it. <clears throat> Fuck off anyone complaining. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She says you strike the like she's goofing around. No big deal. No big deal. Because here's the thing, like, if um was there backlash from the dude that she kissed? If oh not, yeah, there that you, makes go. It, you know what I mean? Like it's a that it's a <laughs> that's called consent, dummies. Is Brad Pitt calling for her to be arrested and tried like Harvey Weinstein? 
<laughs> I don't think so. I, in fact, Brad Pitt never said a word. She's the one that said, I kissed him when he wasn't ready. Right. Uh, yeah. Then, uh, I, I, yeah, it's you're you're yelling about two grown people consenting to a kiss on stage. During, during a movie. All right, Jake, I need yeah. you to explain something to me because I don't understand anything. And since you are a lawyer, um, Alex Jones seeks one point three million salary in Infowars bankruptcy. Apparently, he used to make one point three million dollars a year and then. Now he's beginning a bi-weekly salary of $20,000 since his company filed for bankruptcy. Oh, how's he going to survive on that? Exactly. People are monsters. And now how he wants to go back to $1.3 million. Why is he getting anything? If he is declaring bankruptcy and he owes one point whatever billion dollars, shouldn't they say, what happened to garnishing wages? This is what I don't understand. If, he, they, I, if I were a judge, I'd say, absolutely, you get your $1.3 million back. And it all gets garnished and goes to the victims because you lost that case. I, explain to me how he gets to say, I'm bankrupt, I have no money, but I get $1.3 and I'm not going to pay those people after fucking them. I'm confused. Yeah, I mean, it, it. I get that there's a certain thing to where it's like, well, I, I have to be able to eat. Yeah. Okay, okay, fine. But like minus the cost of, I, I, I don't know, hey, what, what, what is like a full-time... Let's say uh, GM at Arby's make you get that, yeah. you know, like if yeah. that, this whole thing, like, because that's America after a certain amount of money, it's just sort of like, yeah, but he's a rich guy. We have to pander to his shit. Well, you can't go to prison, prison. Can you rich guy? No, as the tennis courts, you know? And so it, 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 they, they have those crazy white collar businessy criminals, uh, uh, jails and shit. It's the same thing for him. It's like, well, yes, we know we, he owes $1.7 billion for uh, 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 getting death threats sent to the families of school shooters, but he's a rich guy. I mean, he needs that 20 grand a month. It's a modest 20 grand, you know? And it's like, I, it's insane. Give him the amount that he needs to live in a, a cheap, shitty one bedroom and, uh, you, you know, uh, cook his own chicken and everything. And then that's it. I am going to tie this back into the very first thing we talked about, um, where, where I brought up the 60% of people living paycheck to paycheck. I read an article. I think it was in the Atlantic. I'm not positive. It was written by a guy who he said, I just discovered what it means to be, uh, living on the edge, living paycheck to paycheck. He said what, what he did a survey or he did some research and the overall theme of the article was, most Americans could not raise, and it was either four or $600, something like that, could not raise $400 in an emergency. So if they got a flat tire, boom, that fucked their entire month because they could not pay for a new tire. And the reason I'm bringing this up is, turns out the guy in the article, this wasn't anybody researched and, and, and blew it up and say, hey, you wrote this article about how you can't raise $400, but look at this. He wrote in the article his own expenses and how he was strapped for cash. He bought a home in the Hamptons before selling his condo in Manhattan and was paying double mortgage and was sending his daughter to Columbia. Oh my goodness, you poor guy. You couldn't afford your house in the Hamptons and your condo in Manhattan at the same time. So when it comes to Alex Jones, live within your means. Yes, there are people who struggle from paycheck right. to paycheck because they don't get paid a lot. But when you can afford a house in the Hamptons 
I mean, fuck off with the I can't raise four hundred dollars. No, cash. hang on. He's writing. He's writing for other people. It sounds like it doesn't. It doesn't sound like he's saying him. He's talking about like the average American. He's and him. He was saying I am one of the average Americans who cannot oh, raise four hundred dollars yeah, okay, in I an emergency. That part. Okay. He yeah, said yeah, Americans yeah, yeah. are so okay. cash strapped that they yeah. live paycheck to paycheck. So he he was writing from his. That's why I said nobody unearthed this. He didn't write an article on how hey right. I struggle to get cash and it's because I I work at a Jiffy Lube and only make this no. He yeah. wrote that I struggle to raise cash just like any other American, except my struggle yeah. involves owning a house in the Hamptons and a condo and a daughter. <laughs> and so that, so the ties in with the Alex Jones thing. Yeah. You used to get paid a hundred uh, or $1.3 million a year. And you bought a house that reflected a one point. I keep saying a hundred, $1.3 million a year. You got sued. You fucked up. You were an asshole. You are an asshole. You, you had people getting death threats because you're an asshole. Now you owe 1.6 billion. You get 20,000 a month. You get a smaller house. You get an apartment, whatever it is. You don't get to go back to being 1.3 million just because you were there. Live within your means. My wife and I have a very small house, uh, even by Iowa standards. And guess what? We can afford it. We bought it when it was cheap. It's still one of the cheaper houses on our block. It's small. What are you going to do? But we're cozy and happy. We didn't, we, we, you know, you know, it made me think of like when the housing market crash, uh, if, if you can afford a Volkswagen, you don't buy a Ferrari and then say, Oh my God, I can't believe they're taking my Ferrari away. No, live within your means. That's not everybody. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just saying that's not everybody. There are people that genuinely struggle because they cannot make a uh, rent or, or mortgage or put food on the table. When you have a lot and you want more, that's not the case, though. Yeah, I think twenty thousand seems a little high, man. I doubt any of the families in Newtown are making twenty thousand a month. It's a fuck ton of money. Yeah, I mean, what is that ever? Twenty thousand a month. That's a, that's two hundred and twenty thousand a year, right? Or twenty two forty. Yeah, 2460, that's a lot, dude. Twenty four That's two forty a year. Yeah, I mean, if you're making two forty a year. Yeah, that's that's like rich guy money, man. I don't, you, you know, like what are you what are you talking about? Yeah, cut that down by at least three percent. That's what I see. I didn't catch that because you keep breaking up. You're frozen right now. Did you get Wi-Fi at your new place? I don't think oh, we told shit, the listeners really? you moved. No, I'm on a hot spot, man. Ah, because you keep yeah. freezing up. Okay, yeah, this may have to be a shorter episode because I am on a hot spot. I was uh, last time too, but it doesn't seem to be working as well today. <laughs> it kind of goes. All right, around. well, let's let's, but, uh, uh, let's. Yeah, I. And you okay, go ahead. Yeah, I think I think there's a delay. All right. Well, let's okay. bang it out with two more quick stories. One, we've already talked about this. The flashy jewelry flaunting Brooklyn pastor who reported being robbed while preaching in his church was arrested on federal charges Monday. Lamore Whitehead uh, was arrested for defrauding a parishioner, trying to extort a businessman and lying to the FBI. Uh, I think his whole thing was defrauding all his parishioners because... I don't know if if you say Jesus needs me to have this Rolex, I don't think your uh, primary uh, um, cause is preaching the word of God. I think it's getting more Rolexes. So remember what we talked. I think this was the guy that was robbed on air that we talked about. Yeah, yeah. It it to me 
the the uh, the fine line between uh, committing wire fraud and just doing what churches be doing is very thin. Uh, I don't. I, I mean. Again, I, I'm an atheist, so I think I think it's all fraud. I have a sneaking suspicion that guy they say they're giving the money to doesn't exist, and it's all going right down here. Uh, but I, I, to me, they should be they should get less money than Alex Jones. These fucking preachers, they should uh, they should be sued for way more. What what did he get sued for? One point six billion because they got death threats to families. You know how many people the 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 Catholic Church has actually killed and how many kids they've actually molested. They should be getting sued for like a trillion. That's what I say. I agree. I Alex Jones is a fucking angel compared to the Catholic Church. <laughs> well, it's always nice when bad things happen to deserving people. All right, one final story. Um, this is a, it's not loading. This, this is, I'm going to call it a uh, math story where uh, cause and reaction, oh, you did this and now you're shocked this is happening. Um, sure. Indonesia bans sex outside of marriage as parliament passes sweeping new criminal law. Now, I saw it in there somewhere. It just said <clears throat> it applies to foreign residents and tourists. And uh, they say that. Uh, tourists- and you thought Trump's border policies were wild, huh? Wow. <laughs> Jesus well, Christ. The problem is. The border around that pussy, man. Just put a wall around that pussy is what I mean. Ah. <laughs> and that the problem with clickbait headlines, I don't know how often you run into this, is you see the clickbait headline and you click it. And then the article has a different headline when you get to that page. And that's what happened to me is the clickbait headline for this one talked about how the Indonesian tourist industry was taking a hit because it banned sex. And then you click it and it's the Indonesia passes parliament. It's a more legitimate headline. But yeah, it said that uh, they, they, so tourists are like, oh, we we can't go get laid. Uh, Fuck it. Indonesia, what did you think was going to happen? Now, especially when you have Thailand really close, if anybody wants to go to the sex trade, they can go to Thailand or the Philippines. Okay. I missed the part where they were uh, uh, enforcing this on tourists. I want to know. See, it's one thing to pass the law. It's another yeah. thing to enforce it. Uh, that's that's what I – and that was always my uh, argument about, you know – uh, assault rifle bans and things like that in in like flyover states where I'm like, yeah, but they're going to keep selling them anyway at gun shows and stuff. And the law enforcement are not going to enforce them at all because they're like, hey, this is Dwayne and Ronald Reagan and Jesus in Washington would have wanted. So it's just enforcement's another thing. I want to know who's in charge of going door to door, making sure no one's fucking at these hotels. <laughs> I want to know who's going, sir, sir, I hear the bed knocking in there. Let me see your papers. Let me see the rings. Let me see your wedding papers. You know, marriage I certificate. See who's doing that? Yeah, I mean that's a good point because that's that was the only reason I clicked on it. You, they can, you know, create whatever law they want. Well, I mean, this goes to the World Cup when uh, Qatar said, "Hey, we don't drink. Drinking is banned in our country, but we get it." We're going to host the World Cup so we can have beer in the stadium. Oh, one day beforehand, they decide no, no beer in the stadium and pissed everybody off. It's one thing to say our people have to abide by this law and you should abide when visiting and another to get it like hey we're kind of fucking nutty on this one if someone wants to have a beer you yeah. can go to hell and have your beer we won't we're pure it is the idea that the enforced morality i've never understood it and we do that shit here in the states with uh with, with the same i mean 
Porky's 2 was built on that, I believe. Porky's 2 was the whole like, oh, pornography is bad. And then the council members are watching it in the basement anyway. It's the way it's sure, always been. Sure. I mean, so many things that Porky's 2 called, you know, <laughs> Porky's 2 predicted this Malaysian law. They, they did. They it used to be a very progressive uh, uh, Islamic country. But Porky's 2 was like, I'm telling you, there's going to be a shift in like 50 years. You yeah. guys don't see it coming. But we at Porky's 2, we, we, we know it's a. Then none of that's going through. And I now I got to make a movie to show him what's up. And I have not. I seen hope Bill Clinton gets in trouble for getting blown in a hotel in uh, Malaysia. That's oh, uh, that's, that's what I hope. That would be good. Well, I'm yeah. going to watch. Porky. I wish I could also hear. What's up? No, I was just going to say, you you broke up for half of that. I'm losing you on three quarters of what you're saying. So I was just going to sign us off and say that I'm going to go watch Porky's 3 to see what's happening in 2023. Might as well. I'm going to watch Porky's Let me just say, I, I, I want to see the speeches of the guys on you know like the parliament floor or whatever who are getting uh, a sex before marriage man i want to see the guy who's sitting there going how am i gonna make malaysia great again well i got plans <laughs> you know and and he's tying it to all kinds of other shit he's like condom sales rose started rising in what march of 2020 you see where i'm going with this Premarital sex caused COVID, guys. I'm telling you, we need to nip it in the bud. We need to outlaw this. I hope I'm tying it to all kinds of other things. Just like, uh, well, our GDP drops as Tinder pro swipes go up. You understand? People decide, I don't want to go to work today. I just want to fuck and fuck and fuck and not get married. And now our economy's in a shitter. We need to ban this. See, I thought you were going to go a completely different direction. Same concept, politicians selling his thing. All right, I'm running for whatever, uh, president, parliament, king of Malaysia, whatever they have. Uh, I'm an American, which means I get to be ignorant on their form of government. Yeah, I'm completely frozen. Yeah. Um, I am uh, running for for office, and uh, unemployment is down, tourism is down, um, uh, our education levels are dropping, and only I can fix it. I'm banning premarital sex. Once we ban premarital sex, unemployment will will drop. Uh, uh, we're gonna get more to it. Like that's the. I thought you were gonna go there and say I'm gonna fix all yeah. of these actual problems by banning sex. Uh, that's what I would right. like to see him tie. How you ban sex and then increase employment, drop unemployment, and and reduce drug use all through the banning exactly. of sex. People talking about spending money on infrastructure. There's only so many potholes because people are fucking in cars parked on the side of the road. <laughs> yes, I will build a bridge through banning sex. All right, Jake. <laughs> good to see your face. Listeners, you thanks too, for listening. Chicago, thanks for listening. Watchers, thanks Thank for you, Chicago. watching. The next time Jake and I speak, he should have Wi-Fi. It should all be connected at his Yeah, hopefully they're taking forever place. in this goddamn new place. Well, I mean, we have to, we have over a week because as said, we're, oh, yeah. if anything happens, that's, I should say this in closing, this will air on December 26th. We are recording on December 21st. If aliens invade and the earth is destroyed on December 23rd and we didn't talk about it, that's why, because it happened after we recorded. We will see yeah. you come January. We'll see, I'll see you in 2023, Jake. See you then. Happy Kwanzaa. All right. Take care, my friend. Later. Later.